0: well good monday morning to everybody so glad you're here with me let's just see who shows up on this monday morning and uh, not just a monday morning but the first monday morning after daylight savings time has changed and so maybe getting your body into that new routine is uh, a little bit of a stretch but i'm glad that you're here with me this morning i just want to say that uh we had a great weekend, I really enjoyed a hike that I did on Saturday with um, Kahori and my daughter Rachel and one of her friends. We had a great time hiking up the Wildwood Trail in Forest Park in Portland. It's a great. It was a great time and of course the weather was so nice on Saturday. and We just had a really good time and just really thank the Lord a lot for times like that. We're talking about uh, wisdom principles from the Bible. And today the wisdom principle is this, God gives his wisdom to those who hunt for it diligently. God gives his wisdom to those who hunt for it diligently. This is, I think, a very important part of wisdom, because wisdom is uh, something that we seek for from God, and uh, it's important that we understand that we need to seek for it. Not everyone gets wisdom, because not everyone seeks for wisdom. When I was going on the hike on Saturday, or before we were going on the hike, we knew we had to do a lot of research on the trails, because we, we didn't want to get lost. There was lots of intersecting trails up in Forest Park, and so we spent a couple of evenings last week researching it and looking online and trying to find just the right maps and reading what other people had written about the trails and things so that because we knew when we got there early Saturday morning that we didn't want to waste a lot of time figuring it out. We wanted to have it, we to have it in mind. And so we hunted, you might say, diligently for the information and sought the information. Uh, and that's essentially what I'm talking about is those who seek, those who seek wisdom are the ones who find it. Those who seek God and His wisdom are the ones who find it and receive it. And that's a huge Bible principle. Uh, We're going to start with Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 6. Proverbs 2, verses 1 through 6, says this, My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, and if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure... Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, and from His mouth come knowledge and understanding. There's a lot of activity in those verses. There are a lot of action verbs or action uh, phrases there. Uh, Accept my words. Store up my commands. Turn your ear. Apply your heart. Call out. Cry aloud. Look for... Search for clearly in this section, as in many sections in the Bible, our job is to uh, to go hard after wisdom and to go hard after God in His wisdom. Just like a hunter, think about the hunters that you know. Um, they have to be perseverant. Hunters have to keep at it, keep at it. You go. I think hunters are crazy actually, because they go out there in the cold and the rain, oftentimes and they set up minimal tents and minimal campsites, and they spend all their time walking around in forests or in fields, and it's cold and it's wet, and they're hunting for deer or elk, and they just have to keep at it. They persevere, and they have such a purpose in mind. It's the same as you seek God and His wisdom. You have a purpose in mind to get that wisdom that you need, to make that good decision, to go in that right direction in life. You go after it. You go hard after it. James 4.2 says, you do not have because you do not ask. Simple as that. If you don't seek God and His wisdom, you ain't going to have it. You ain't going to get it, right? And so uh, be like a hunter going after God's wisdom. And notice the payoff in this first Bible passage that we're looking at verses five and six here's the payoff then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God I want that I want the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God and understanding it says in verse 6 from his mouth come knowledge and understanding give it to me give it to me God that's what I want I'm going to seek you and ask you and so that you'll give that to me and I'll be able to make Great, great decisions in life. Okay, turn now to Proverbs 8. Proverbs 8.17 is just one verse this time. We've looked at this once already. This is wisdom personified. Uh, Proverbs 8.17 says, I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. Those who seek me find me. There's the person hunting after wisdom. Again, this is wisdom personified. But also, because all wisdom comes from God, to say that you're seeking wisdom should also mean that you're seeking God, seeking diligently after God. And so, in this sense, those who seek wisdom find it, right? Those who seek me find me. It's a bit of a hide-and-seek game going on here a little bit in a kind of a, a curious sense. And so if it's if it's true that seeking wisdom is also a seeking after God, then in a sense, in a curious way, God is kind of playing hide-and-seek. Not in a bad or any kind of a cruel way, but in a parental way, I would say, in that um, if you... Uh, If you don't want something, when you get it, you don't appreciate it, right? But if you do want something, when you finally get it, you really appreciate it. And I think that's the sense in which God here is kind of playing hide and seek, right? He has wisdom to give, right? He has all wisdom, infinite wisdom. uh, But until we really want it, right? Do you really want it? When you get it, will you appreciate it? No. So God knows that. And so uh, He wants us to seek it. Uh, as he gives it uh, and gives it out to us. Let me give you an example. Here's a piece of wisdom that I think is true, um, and it goes like this: that if you clean out your car on a regular basis, that is, in you vacuum out the floor, and you and you wipe down the dashboard, and you go take your car into the car wash, or you wash it by handouts the exterior. If you do those things, you are more apt to change the oil on a regular basis, I think that's a piece of wisdom. So uh, you're more apt to take care of your whole car, right? If you vacuum it out on a regular basis. Uh, if I get into someone's car, they're giving me a ride somewhere, and their car is an entirely utter mess, and there's stuff all over, and old food and crumbs everywhere, and it's just it's just a mess inside, and there's you know, papers and clothes and just strewn about, then I can almost guarantee you that they also don't get the oil changed on a regular basis. Why? Because just, there's no attention to it. But So there's a piece of wisdom, right? Now, if I were to tell you that piece of wisdom, uh, you may or may not accept it. If I just kind of force that piece of wisdom on you, right? you may or may not accept it. But when the day comes when your engine seizes up, because you haven't changed the oil, because you're not giving any attention to your car anyway, Uh, then after your engine seizes up, you're going to look for wisdom, right? You're going to seek out, how should I take care of my car? How am I going to remember to do these things, get the oil, oil changed, get it tuned up, whatever, Okay, And so now you're seeking wisdom, right? And so now when I tell you, well, here's a piece of wisdom. If you vacuum your car out on a regular basis, then you'll be more apt to remember to get the oil changed. If I tell you that piece of wisdom, then you'll say, aha, there's some wisdom. I'll do that. I'll set a regular schedule of vacuuming out my car. And in the process, I'll think about how often should I get my oil changed, right? So the idea, of course, here is that God gives it to those who are seeking it, who are wanting it, because when you get it, if you want it, you're going to appreciate it so much more. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 7, this same overall truth that those who seek will find. Matthew 7, 7 and 8, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Powerful, powerful words. Jesus really wants us to come after Him, to come after God, and to depend and ask and seek. Uh, some pastors have said ask for what you don't have, seek for what you don't know, and knock on every door to discover direction in life. And I like that. The overall idea, of course, is don't worry about it. Go to God about it, pray about it, ask Him for his wisdom um, Kahori and i have some financial purchases that we want to make in the next few months so we're talking about it but you know it's not just enough to talk about it we are praying about it we're asking god god would you show us would you give us wisdom would you help us to make wise choices and with wise timing. Um, I think this is a pretty rare thing that we need to do more often in seeking wisdom is to uh, lay it before the throne of God. Get down on your knees individually. Get down on your knees as a couple. If you're a family, uh, have the whole family gather around the table and pray about things. Um, That's so much a part of living out our faith is seeking God. Ask God seek, and knock for His wisdom, for His guidance, for His input. Uh, I was thinking the other day, you know there's a proverb that says something like, a fool and his money are soon parted. And I thought, well, where in the Bible is that? Actually, it isn't in the Bible in that way, um, but maybe it's based on Proverbs 20, 21.20. Proverbs 21.20 says this in the house of the wise are stores of choice food and oil but a foolish man devours all he has (laughs) right a foolish man devours all of his food and oil because he's foolish he doesn't save right the idea. so a, a fool and his money are soon parted is a proverb that maybe came from this verse in the bible um so true. And I don't want to be that fool who is, who is parted from his money. Um, I want to be a wise person, a wise follower of God that uses his money well, has enough for the future, and also has enough to be generous. A fool and his money are soon parted. Lord, help me not be a fool in the next couple of months when we're thinking about these purchases. Well, of course... Uh, we have to read James 1, five before we finish this particular topic because it fits perfectly here. James 1, five, and I think I read it last week. I know at least one of you included it in, um, in the verses for the Google Docs. And by the way, don't forget about the Google Docs. I'll post it again today, and please participate if you'd like. Um, add some verses to these principles. Uh, James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Uh, If any of you lacks wisdom. How many of us, by the way, lack wisdom? Let me tell you, 100% of us lack wisdom. 100%. Because if you didn't lack wisdom, you'd be God. Okay, And so, uh, how many of us should do this, that is, seek God for more wisdom? 100% of us should. Everyone lacks some wisdom. Unfortunately, some people lack all wisdom. (laughs) I don't want to be that person, right? I don't want to be the person, the fool, who constantly makes bad choices and unwise decisions. So I'm going to get on my knees and I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask God to bless me with more and more wisdom. Lots of wisdom, God. Bless me with lots of wisdom. And guess what? Here's the promise right here. He says, I'll give it to you. Just ask. Just come seeking, come knocking, and I will give it to you. And what is that going to look like when, what is that going to look like when I get it? And I think this is really important. What does wisdom look like when you get it? Well, here's what it doesn't look like. It doesn't look like a flash of light in the sky. I mean, it may, but probably not. It doesn't look like um, printed on a billboard as you're driving down the street and all of a sudden it says, Here, Marcus, this is your wisdom today. Um, uh, It probably doesn't sound like an audible voice from God, although it could, but probably not. Probably wisdom is going to be your ability to make just the right choice or say just the right thing in every circumstance, as I taught last week. It will be an increase in your ability to make good choices, an increase in your ability to have self-control, an increase in your ability to be patient with other people, an increase in your ability to exhibit the fruit of the Spirit. right? And in all of these things, in all of these wise choices and great behaviors, you will discover a stable life, you'll discover generous giving, and you'll discover an abundant bearing of spiritual fruit. Um, that's wisdom making the right choices making wise decisions stable living generous giving and following hard after Christ Heavenly Father thank you so much for your giving us wisdom we need it Lord we don't want to be the fool making bad choices hurting people not following you Lord help us not to be the fool Uh, The fool says in his heart, there is no God, but we know that's not true because Lord, we have the wisdom to know that you sent Jesus Christ to die for us and to give us life. And so we thank you for that baseline wisdom, Lord, the very important starting point of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We thank you for that. And now, Lord, we're asking for Uh, Great wisdom for our choices and our decisions every day. I thank you for those who are here today listening, studying, uh, depending on you right from the start of this week. And I pray that you'd bless them with the grace of more wisdom today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I love you all. Have a great rest of your day. Glad that you could be with me on this Monday morning. And uh, may you experience God's joy. Talk to you later.